You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast, and I hope you're liking it as much as I am. I'm just rolling on the ground with laughter. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. Uh, are you enjoying it like I am? That's good. That's good. Anyway, here's looking at you. Here's treats. Don't turn, don't punch that button. I'm not through talking. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Asante Sana, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Hour podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libations. Feel it, feel it. We are artistic buffs, not artistic cream puffs. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicHour.com is where you can find us. For this show, we discuss the reopening of 1900 Park Fair. And look, this isn't your typical polished practice, pixie dust, and Disney podcast. No way. We are not in the parks every day, giving you a play-by-play of Tiana's Bayou Adventure construction. That's right, Kev. We're just here to drink, talk some Disney, and tell you if what they're doing at the Grand Floridian is fair. You guys have the easy part. All you got to do is listen up to hear what we think up while we drink up. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. I'm Eli. And I'm Rachel. And I really liked your pun, Danny. <laughs> it was very Muppet-worthy, wasn't it? Yes, thank you. It was. <laughs> anyway. And look, the easiest way to support us is leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you access our show. Also, be sure to like and subscribe as well as turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. So look, guys, we have a lot to talk about today. So enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go discuss 1900 Park Fair. Step right into the queue, the segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. And the big news we have to discuss, and if you've ever been a listener to this show, you know we love this place. 1900 Park Fair is reopening. Ooh-wee. I am very happy to say that. I wish I could. It's yeah. supposed to reopen on Wednesday, April 10th, 2024. And Rachel, it's supposed to start booking. Do you remember when it's supposed to start taking bookings? March 5th. March 5th, 2024. Okay. So if you want to book for that. Yeah. So if you are not booked with me, which why not? Come on. Exactly. Yeah. Seriously. Really? Good. Tell them something. Yeah. If you're not booked with me, you got to be prepared because that first day, March 5th, is going to be crazy trying to get reservations because everybody who has a trip that is April 10th between whatever 60 days from March 5th is, which is probably somewhere in early May. So really like almost a month of people traveling are all going to be trying to get reservations at six o'clock in the morning on March 5th. So if you aren't booked with a travel agent book with a travel agent because they will handle that mess for you. And I do guarantee it will be a mess. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Part of the good news about having a travel agent is that we have seen so many of these messes that we know how to handle them. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. You are some gladness book with Rachel to avoid this March madness. Well, not only that, there's a network of travel agents that they deal with. So when one cancels, like, Oh, my client can't make it. They pass on the reservation to the other. They do. Oh, I'm, but Rachel, I'm DVC. I book my own room. Can you still help me? Man, f*** you. <laughs> yeah, why you all big? <laughs> well, we ain't paying attention every day, so. Huh? Ouch. I can, I can still help you if you get tickets through me. You just have to do some kind of booking through me, and I do do tickets only. Oh, oh hey. Hey. Never mind. We love you, Kevin. So I do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to man so she can help me. Yeah. No, it's Sweet okay. Man, you. Can we spoon real quick? Hey, it could be. A, always. You want me to right. So anyway, <laughs> if you have a trip from April 10th through the beginning of May, you're going to be want to be on it March 5th um, or reach out to your travel agent ahead of time and I will be on it on March 5th. And then after the fact, it'll just be normal after that. 
Okay. Just your 60 days out. But. Well, Rachel, you will yeah. be my travel agent because by the time my window opens, I'll be in the heaps of fall 2024 registration for these college students. That's right. Where Ooh. I work at. So I ain't got time to think. March Madness so is full trust. effect. March Madness, all kind of Madness Coach Rachel right there to give you the right tips. They want to graduate, so you got to get their classes, so I can't have time to think of anything all else. All the heaps. Yeah. That's it. Look, 1900 Park Fair is opening, guys. Ooh-wee. However... It will look a little different than what it was before it closed for the lockdown. Don't say it's different. We like it traditional. No, We're no. not used to all this change. Look, Eli, let's discuss what Disney has announced first. Yes. Shall we? In full disclosure, I'm getting this information straight from the Disney Parks blog, should you feel the need to verify my source. Are they lying to us? They're not. Look, to start off, the characters are different. Mm. As you remember, this is the place in which a character meal, it's a character meal, buffet, and the last time I was there, it was Cinderella's Ever After Dinner featuring Cinderella, uh, Prince, her hubs, Prince Charming, and her two stepsisters. And Lady Tremaine. And Lady Tremaine. That's right. Lady Tremaine. And they also had Alice in Wonderland, the tea party, plus they also for breakfast. They did all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Wayne the Tigger. Tigger. Mad Hatter. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Supercalifragilistic breakfast. We could all agree. Great themes there, right? Classic. They're awesome the classics. These are the, this is the pillar of Disney storytelling characters, right? This storytelling, themes. There's a cohesive thing. When they reopen, we will have a new group of characters. New group. To help you celebrate, Okay. and I quote, celebrate the power of a wish. Celebrate. These are characters that will help you celebrate the power of a wish. Number one, of course, Cinderella's coming back. No stepsisters, no hubs, no uh, stepmom, no nothing. Just by herself. She's returning to herself. I know. It's yeah. just her. They were fun. They were fun. I love, dude, I love, my daughters loved them. They were, they were a lot, they were very engaging. It was awesome. Okay, so can we jump ahead a little bit here? Yes, because please. That, it, every great character meal needs a foil. You need that one person yeah. in there that can act the fool you need a bad guy or or a, a mad hatter or like stitch or yes yes somebody that so shakes it up yes that is not traditional oh, crazy oh my god it's so happy to be here thank you so much it's so wonderful blah, 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 blah. this princess meals wet yes. yes the mad hatter is perfect for that villains are perfect for that where they can really engage beyond the Typical, oh, thank you for being here. Kind of oh, yeah. Thing. The Wicked Stepsisters were great. Oh, they, yeah. They, oh. they engaged my daughters and they were lovely. They, and they, they interacted. Had, they they interacted. Another. They had their mannerisms, everything. It was it was a lot of fun. They thought they were a lot of fun. They have such a fun shtick with the like, like they're like kind of mad that they're not treated like princesses, but they're still like fun. You know what I mean? Like they're like the evil queen is genuinely scary. For little kids but the evil stepsisters even though you know they're supposed to be evil they're actually just fun oh they're, they're like great. silly yes mm -hmm. yeah they're so great like we went up with them to get their autograph one time and heidi was dressed as a princess or something and they like sat down with her and they let her like sit in their lap and they did this whole silly thing about they were like oh is this story about us? And then they like, you know, it, it was so cute. Anyway, they're the best. I love that. Oh, no, they yeah. rock. It's so much so that my daughter's like when Cinderella and her hubs came around, uh, they were just like, oh, they're kind of boring. Like, like, they they, are they're boring. so kind of like, 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 like bougie. <laughs> you know? Yes. The stepsisters are awesome. I want to come back around. You know who else is fantastic is Gaston. Get that guy in more yes. places. Oh, Gaston rocks. Yeah, well, Gaston. He's no funny. Yes, absolutely. So funny. But like, you know, but like you said, going back to the old school, I mean, like Tigger always did it for me. Like any story that I ever had when I was there was, again, to stick with a mischievous character. Those are the stories where, you know, you remember those people in regards to how they interacted with you and your guests. I mean, of course, you take the photo ops with the proper ones, but... The fun stories you tell with your family is with the mischievous ones. So, oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, the you get more feedback from them. Yes, they they they're a perfect foil outside of the whole. It's just so wonderful to have you here, kind of thing. Absolutely, yes. yeah. yeah. All right, so let's talk about the characters that you will get to celebrate uh, the power of a wish with when they reopen. First of all, like I said, Cinderella just by herself, unfortunately. And then we have Aladdin, but not just Aladdin. We have Aladdin in his Prince Ali look. Who cares? Wait, wait, Jasmine. Yeah, because otherwise he's like naked. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, not you know, for me. I, eat, I ain't trying to eat scrambled eggs. See this dude. Yeah, naked. but Eli, it's hot in Florida. You know that. 
No, it's humid in Florida. And hot. It's hotter than here in Louisiana. If I wore hot, I won't see Jasmine. I won't see no Aladdin. I, I'd wear Aladdin's outfit just because it's so freaking hot. But no Jasmine? No. Well, they just said Aladdin. No, I, no, I can't no, no eat this Jasmine. breakfast right now. I can't eat But this if you're breakfast. looking for me, fem- females, uh, Eli, uh, we got Mirabelle from Encanto. Mm. Fun. Okay. Jasmine. She might be fun though. And we got Tiana. Oh well Tiana will definitely be fun. But Mirabelle could be fun. I haven't met her yet, but she's not like your normal princess. You know what I mean? She's like kind of quirky and she could be fun. Well no, look, I, I get it. That's uh these are new infused characters coming in. But I mean, yeah. I mean, this is the this is the this is the eighteen though. Right? Well, I mean, this is the thing. It's like it's like the uh, whereas the other character meals had like a theme, it's like these are just like a bunch of characters thrown together it's a hodgepodge of yeah. like a motley crew of disney characters yeah. for sure but, yeah just for a power of wish why not jasmine though jasmine fits in that completely jasmine though awesome she fit anything but i'm just saying how does aladdin like yeah that's a weird hodge you got one male three females i think they needed a boy in their mind, they needed a boy, and that's why they threw Aladdin yeah. in there. You know what, though? I'm just thinking about that theme, the power of the wish. All of those characters have a story arc where they wished, and then at the end of their movies, it worked out. That's fair. And I know that there's a lot of characters like that, but these ones specifically, right, are like rags to riches characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinocchio, he had wish. He, he ain't, ain't in there. Mm-hmm. He ain't there. <laughs> ain't there that's no more. true. Yeah. The storyteller might be a little more modded to your point. Rachel's explanation is the best explanation I've heard thus far to explain why this grouping of characters are together because none of them fit the resort. Yeah. None You're of right. them. Fit. Not even a little. Like, how do you have an antique pipe organ and carousel horses? As part of your decor, and there's no Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? How do you have artwork of Alice in Wonderland on your walls, and you have the the Alice in Wonderland splash play area out in the, and there's no, I mean, these are the two characters, Mary Poppins and Alice in Wonderland, that have defined, it's what's defined the Grand Floridian since open. Absolutely. It's a classic look. It has look, nothing to do style. with the Grand. Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, these yeah. are classic characters. Even before Disney went and revitalized them, these characters had already existed previously, which I always thought was right. a homage to that level of storytelling. The Grand Floridian used to have an Alice in Wonderland tea party. They had an Alice in Wonderland fireworks so party. Fun. Yes. They had uh, the, the water gl- uh, playground area that I just mentioned, how mm-hmm. the characters were even yes. there when they opened the DVC resorts. I mean, uh, Alice in Wonderland is integral to the Grand Floridian. Then there's Mary Poppins. You've got the Mary Poppins themed the rooms. They even rethemed Citrico's to go along with Mary Poppins. The Penguin Wears, they have their very own fountain in the lobby of the villas. I mean, yeah, it's so pretty. They even used to be that. Mary Poppins topiary outside. I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. That, that was, was a really awesome. Big time. You had to take a picture in front of that every single time. Mary Poppins, Alice in Wonderland, they were integral to the Grand Floridian. I feel like they've been screwing with the Grand Floridian for a while, though, because they put in that enchanted rose bar. That had nothing to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that, in the sense, but I can at least get behind the idea of the enchanted rose bar from the idea of, okay, we're going to distance ourselves from this idea that the Grand Floridian is this seaside, beachside resort set with this Americanized Victorian ambiance. We're going to go ahead and say Grand Floridian is just elegant. Mm-hmm. And since we're embracing the Europe, because I mean, let's face it, I mean, the original characters over at the breakfast over at 1900 Park Fair, it was Mary Poppins. Alice in Wonderland, Mad Hatter, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, the exact same characters that you would find if you went to the United Kingdom Pavilion over in Epcot. You'd find those exact same characters over there. That was the idea is that this is the elegant resort. So if you wanted to put Beauty and the Beast in there, it's, to Rachel's point, it's a bit of a stretch, but I can at least, I'll play ball. They're connected by a channel. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's European. So now instead of United Kingdom, it's now it's it's a European European influence. It's elegance. It's ambiance. I could at least go along with that. But so you're gonna put Tiana in there and you're taking her out of her ball gown and you're putting her in her swamp clothes. Really? 
<laughs> and they're not even really? swamp clothes. Is Daddy, do it, people. They look like what Jane wore in freaking Tarzan. Yes. They're promoing that ride. That's all. No, that's, that's, what what I, that's, that's exactly. This that's whole thing, thing is about that's marketing. It's a, like it's literally about marketing. the whole the whole character list is about. Yes, marketing. That's, that's what I. What Rachel said. said that's exactly is it. what made me think this is the coming attractions breakfast. Except for Aladdin, I can't explain that. Except you needed a boy. Right. I think it's what you said. They were like, "Oh shoot, we need somebody for the boys." Right. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Oh, let's throw Aladdin. In but there. when yeah, we find out what's going on on the other side of Big Thunder Mountain, I firmly believe Mirabelle. <laughs> will be over there yeah when when are we gonna find that out (laughs) i don't know when breakfast opens out no (laughs) they're gonna i mean i know we're gonna talk about epic universe coming up at least pretty soon at some point yes at some point yes but disney's gonna have to respond i mean this thing is i they can't i if if josh tomorrow gets out there august at d23 and he does a little bit more of his like pencil scribbles on paper and he's like don't quote us guys but here's what we're thinking (laughs) I don't think that's going to fly at this no. point. No, <laughs> no, no. I think people are going to be like, nah, no, no. No, <laughs> to Rachel's point, we're going to do this Epic Universe show and you're going to, the universe, Universal has said, we know what's beyond and we're building it. And here's the pictures because people, all social media are, are taking pictures of our stuff. It's happening. Yes. It's not Disney hold my beer. Universal is li- literally like Disney hold my 30 rack. Dude, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Wow. I can't wait to do this nice. show because it's like Universal is like wow. holding Disney's, I, I don't want to be crass, they're holding Disney's n- to the fire. Like big time. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, they, I love they, it. They're not, yeah, these executives are not creative people as most executives in a company like this should be, but they are not. It's like, hey, look, well, this is basic. This is these are the metrics, blah blah blah. I'm like, look, metrics are nice. They're they're a measurement, but you can't. This this is creativity. It has no boundaries. So if anything, if they're gonna do this for a breakfast, I was like, why not just have a nice huge roster of characters that, that you just rotate out? Because obviously, in this case, having the standard. Here are some characters. Love them because we're going to force you to like them. Doesn't make sense. You've expanded your roster. Totally get that. But give us more. Make it a mystery. Like, make it a mystery bag. That yeah. would change awesome. them out all Absolutely. the time. Like, make it a training. You know, like, whoever you have training, give them, like, a random... I don't know. Like that, um, Something. what was that going on in Epcot? You can find those rare characters and it's like always a training thing. Oh, I forget. It's like yes. near the America Pavilion. Like sometimes you can look into it. It's that lost pavilion in between. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Where yeah. they used to do the Millennium Celebration yes. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not announced or anything. You just walk by sometimes and there's all these rare characters down there. It's awesome. Um, that yeah. would be cool. Right. I feel like you would get a bunch of people like coming to that if you, if it was just a grab bag, like, oh, you won't find out who's there. And then no one complains if someone's not there. Well, they could even bring in like historical characters too. Sure. I don't have a problem with the idea, but but this is the mother Grand Floridian. I know, but it's changed. So Come on, this is how weird progression works, right? It's a traditional thing. I totally get that. That's fine. Experiment at the. I understand. 20 different restaurants that have Mickey, Minnie, some combination of Donald and Goofy and experiment at those restaurants this is monorail loop rush this is the grand Floridian. Well, well, this, this is, is fancy pants stuff this, no, is, this was taught it to be their flagship right yes. yes you literally walk into the grand floridian and you say to yourself holy crap i can't afford to stay here i don't belong here yeah and but so i do <laughs> i i told what that you know but i get that it has a traditional style and i do think they should keep the style but if these people are just taking over and doing whatever they're going to do, then they're going through this weird transitional period, right? And in such, please don't just make it something simple like, oh, well, we're making a ride. Throw this character in there. They'll like it because you don't know what anyone's going to like. You got trillions of people that go in there. The Grand Floridian doesn't go under any transitional. If you wanted to say, hey, Topolinos, we want to do an Encanto themed, uh, even though it doesn't fit. But if you want to say in, at Topolino's, we're going to do an Encanto-themed character breakfast. Based you, on a drink or something. Right. Yeah. You could have Mirabelle. You can have Luisa. You can have Isabella. You can have Bruno. 
All of them. You can have them all. You can have a whole. That would be an awesome character. That would be an awesome. I would like a really strong woman carrying all the drinks with like one hand. That would be pretty awesome. And you wouldn't be taken away because there are a dozen places where people can see Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Daisy and all of that. You guys, copyright Magic Our Way 2024. Thank you. They need to do an Encanto breakfast oh god at yes. toledo steak and tapas at the coronado spring yes done yes oh my god that would be so bananas you would like the the trying to get those reservations would be a nightmare holy dude Lord. that'd be nuts especially, oh if, especially if you got bruno holy crap yeah. forget about that yeah it's done why did they not do that i don't know why they do that i don't know it's still hot same with port orleans why not have a tiana restaurant in port orleans see that makes yeah. sense why not have a character meet and greet with tiana and you could have lewis and you can have dr facilier they already got have- beignets they got all this stuff yeah man. yeah creativity is just not there in executive I, well they're not yeah exactly you know, I, they're, they're that's definitely my opinion about it. and look since we're talking about food just to clarify this but it'll still be a buffet as we know it. 19 Park Fair. It'll be buffet for breakfast and dinner. And so they specify that specifically in those wordings on the Disney Parks blog. It is breakfast and dinner. Um, did this place ever do lunch? Did they ever do it? No. Like that? No, it's they never, never did lunch, right? It never did. Okay. Breakfast no. is pretty late, though, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, it, was in, it was. And dinner started at like three o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so they just needed some time to change over. So, yeah. Well, they did that tea party in the middle right yeah true also wonderland so they had all that so a couple of things that we're returning uh returning is the strawberry soup for any listeners that love that i've never had the strawberry soup but apparently it's popular really? it's a cold soup yeah. i don't know what it's like yeah oh you lost me at cold soup you lost me at strawberry and cold have you had that rachel have you had the strawberry? i have yeah i have and it's you- like a strawberry smoothie in a bowl yeah that's it. It's like, like genuinely, like make yourself a strawberry smoothie and pour it in a okay. bowl. Just okay. give me a mimosa. Um, give me a mimosa in the bowl. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, okay. And in addition, they say that this place will have, and I quote, new menu offerings dreamed up by our talented chefs to pay tribute to some of the characters and stories you'll encounter throughout the restaurant. End uh, quote. Oh, Lord. Oh, you no. guys are going to get to get upset about New Orleans cuisine again. Dude, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is Tiana going to bring her gumbo? <laughs> are they going to have other Louisiana food? Oh, oh, Dude, if they put gumbo in an omelet, I'm done. No, jumbo. No, 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 gumbo, jambalaya, whatever else. Wait, wait, wait. Forget about the frigate. They've got Tiana walking around in a jacket and ascot and riding boots. To walk or to go oh, in the they're, swamp. They're, they're in Jane's outfit. Y'all are gonna. This is where we're we're drawing the line. But he was moving into food. He was moving into food. Tiana looks like she should be jumping hurdles in the Olympics on horseback. <laughs> no, she should be in yeah, Tarzan doing that Frida, story. Right, Boy, Queen Tiana, Queen Tiana. Like, guys, I don't look. If you ever have a, any intention to come to Louisiana, oh, doing goodness. a swamp tour, I guarantee you, swamps are hot. They're muggy. They're humid. We're not wearing that. As Stacy would say, you're gonna get wet. <laughs> if you wore what Tiana's wearing, you'd have fainted from dehydration within 15 minutes so again we have been brought down again we can't even have our body no properly represented what do you tell the design we want swamp casual like what do you come up with casual for that outfit we want we want something that blends downton abbey with duck dynasty how do you come Mm. up with a look for somebody going to have you ever seen swamp people or duck they're Mm. in overalls yeah they're not wearing today's fashion that we're going to be having today is alligator teeth wearing cage of reeboks wow yes yes. white plastic boots wow it's just 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 fancy people go to swamps no but they're fancy no, but, no, but, 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 but fancy people have no choice but to run into swamps around here. <laughs> what did George W. wear when he came to New Orleans after Katrina? A I suit? wonder what he I wore. Well, I was running for my life. I, think Wait a minute. A suit. <laughs> I don't think he came here. I think he just flew over. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I want to Yeah. It's too much water. Oh, he did. He did stop by. He's wearing a blue button up shirt and some gray, like, what do you call those? Slacks, I guess. Dressy pants. Like business. He's like yeah. business casual. Business casual. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, business yeah. casual good. people in tribe. But uh, did he go into a swamp? <laughs> I'm just. No, he's, no, he's not in a swamp. That, thank you. He's, he's right. Daddy's right. On this, he would have been soaked by the time he got out of there. But just, just the fact that Tiana is a princess. That's like saying, okay, let's take Cinderella and not show her when she was going to the, you know, the ball or anything like in their best 
look. Let's just put them at their worst. Look, <laughs> I'll take Tiana in a floor-length uh, Mardi Gras ball gown. Oh, just her ball gown would have been perfect. Her ball gown would have been just a preppy place. It's Stick her in a ball gown. Winnie the Pooh and Tigger have their own little meet and greet over at the Crystal Palace. I would have been fine saying we're going to pull Winnie the Pooh and we're going to pull Tigger out of here. Alice will stay. Mary will stay. And then we'll have Tiana and I don't, I, whoever. A mirror. I'm sorry, Mirabelle just doesn't fit. I, I, She's humble too. Cool character, but humble in outfit. Like the uh, the Grand Floridian has a certain style and a certain look. A hundred percent. Therefore, yes. anything that is put in there to represent a character in there has to be at its best style, right? But if they take these characters, and I get it, maybe it's because there's a ride, or maybe it's a sequel, or maybe it's for a progressive whatever politic thing. But can we have them at their You just best? touched on something here. That's uh, all I do. Is, I, just, I, is, just, I just skimmed the land. Is that a possibility? It's always a possibility. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, I, you know, I'm saying, is that a possibility? Is that what, that's what this whole thing, it's it's diversity and inclusion all over again I, at the expense of storytelling. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, let's get people of different, eth- as many. these and they're in this fancy place. Look, now, good. We are not. Disney executives, we do not talk to Disney executives, no. but this is just how it looks. So, anybody listening, there you go. Go ahead, dude. Though that makes sense, yeah, that makes a hundred percent sense. Like, I, yeah, I've got no other except for Rachel's theory about the wish thing. I have no other. No, that, that's the the other best explanation for it. Yeah, it's diversity and inclusion. It's let's. But why put them in a look? That is still not the best rep. Oh, like like Al- Aladdin, they put like in Prince Ali. Exactly. Whoa, 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 whoa. That makes sense, though. Why wouldn't Aladdin dress up? He's going to the Grand Floridian. Tiana's dressing down. I feel like they're all in their wish come true clothes, right? So like Cinderella's going to be in her wish come true dress. Aladdin's going to be in his wish, wish come true prince outfit. Uh, Mirabelle doesn't change clothes, so... No, that's that. And then Tiana's in her clothes where her dream comes true, which is her restaurant, right? And so she's like in her fancy swamp chic so that she can go out and get the ingredient that she's missing for her restaurant. Her dream was never to be a princess. So it makes sense that she's not in that princess dress because that was not her wish. Yeah, but shouldn't she be in a cook outfit or have her own restaurant? She got to be cooking the food, too. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, but no, this, that's listen, her dream. It's just like straight up marketing. I can't make it anything else. No, no, no. <laughs> I would just, I would just, no, God bless you for trying, Rachel. Yeah, that's okay. No, but no, you're making it sound like a derogatory thing. I'm not saying it's a derogatory thing. She got to cook the food, too. That's that's what she wanted to do. She wanted to have her own place. She's Leah Chase. She's Dookie Chase's She mama. is. Yeah. Okay, well then fine. Let her let her cook up something specific for you or a person do that, and then say, "Hey, can you sign my, you know, my autograph sheet?" Being autographed the beignet. Yeah, I mean that's actually different, right? How often do you get to see a character cook the food for you? No, but that's what I'm saying. You're making a good point because if if they were all in their wish come truth kind of clothing like Rachel, which it's I think is a theme. great, it's a great, yeah, it's yeah, a great really hypothesis. Then. Tiana should not be in her swamp clothes, though. She should be in her chef clothes, mm-hmm. which because that was her dream. And really, Aladdin. Now, now I think about it, Aladdin shouldn't be in his Prince Ali outfit because his dream was to be with Jasmine. He just used that. That was his, what I'm talking about. Like, his yeah. wish was to be a prince. His wish was to be a prince. That is fair. But he yeah, wanted but to be, he, he was a prince because he wanted he needed to be a prince in order to be Jasmine. Though. Right. That's so fair too. But it, he, he wanted to, to be with Jasmine. He had to make the and prince Jasmine's wish. And Jasmine's not in there. But to Rachel's point, he had to make the prince wish to get to the So that makes Because sense. he thought that he needed to be a prince in order to have get to Jasmine. Wait, I'm sorry. Help yeah. me here. What was Mirabelle's wish? I've seen this movie at least three times. I don't remember. Mirabelle's got denied, as what I remember. Right. Well, her wish was to have a like a power or like a special ability because everybody else in her family did. And she ended up finding out that her like special ability, like the thing she was meant to do, was to to keep the family together. And so she ends up doing that. Yeah. But then there's no family there. So, yeah. I don't know. This is so confusing. That's like she's after the fact. I don't know. Yeah. This is really, really, really confusing. It would have been easier to just stick with the traditional aspect of it. Because I get a renovation, but not a complete change of. And that's why I was trying to just be 
uh, a person that would stick to a hybrid. In other words, like, okay, fine. You want a new roster, but have your old roster that people are used to. This is really, yeah, you know, I'm with you on this one. Like, why not put, okay, so Mirabelle really does not fit this. But if you wanted to put Prince Ali in there and you wanted to put Tiana in there in her ball gown so she fit the elegance, that would work. And then you keep Mary Poppins because, I mean... The resort is, if you have Mary Poppins-themed rooms and you have a Mary Poppins-themed restaurant, you have no place to meet Mary Poppins? Exactly. And Mary really? Poppins is like, that's style. Like, that's class. Yeah, like yeah. even I'm like, oh man, like I, I'm not dressed good. Enough. I just woke up and put on my slippers. I, I can't take a picture with her. And that's okay because that, again, is the look of that area it's disappointing the only thing i can say is to rachel's point earlier that maybe this is kind of a coming attractions kind of thing and that maybe they'll revisit this after tiana hopefully not going to get her own restaurant when they open yeah. her attraction and then i think it's gonna be a quick service mm, that's see so i don't yeah. think they'll have a character but I think she is doing a meet and greet, though, like over there. But you got to. But why not something. put there's oh, like at least put way over there if she's going to get her old attraction. You're banking on this. But there's at least three Disney princesses meet like meals. Why can't Tiana be a part of Cinderella or Akershus or um, oh, I'm blanking. It, it, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's only two. I, Rachel, help. Yeah, there's just two. There's just two. OK, you might be thinking about there was a breakfast at Trattoria Al Forno that had Rapunzel and Little Mermaid, but they got rid of that. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. Why not have Tiana included in that? The princess one at Akershus is very like rotating. They have rotating princesses in there. Yeah. You know what? I, I take it back. I kind of answered my own question because it it is literally ludicrous to put Tiana as part of somebody else's restaurant when her dream was to open her own restaurant. Tiana needs her own restaurant. She this does. Is just, this is, again, just another example to me of them trying to make it work. Make Tiana. Shoehorn it. Yeah, whenever, like, hey, where's the Swiss Army knife? Find the Tiana. Plug it in there. Like MacGyver. I don't like how they use Tiana. Like I, I, I agree with that because, again, there's a certain... I don't know. There's a certain set of invisible rules with this kind of diversity inclusion thing. And I know a lot of people do classes and I don't need to get in all that stuff. But the main thing is this. This character is strong enough that Disney said, here, you get a whole attraction here. We're going to put you here, put you there. OK, well, now let's just put your money where you're about this. This is the story that you gave this character to give her all the glory. You know what I'm saying? Like, change the name. If it's Tiana's restaurant now, don't do not do 1900 Park Fair. Change it to whatever her restaurant wanted to be. You know? Now, that goes with the theme of the wish. She's cooking. You can put in T-shirt and jeans or whatever. She, you know, you got people at dresses. And she's telling them, do this. Make the omelet. Don't put mushrooms in it for that guy. There you that go. from Magic Highway. He hates <laughs> mushrooms in his omelets. That's Tiana. Right. What you just said. I know. I'm just what I'm saying is like, okay, fine, do that. But yes. don't, like you said, don't shoehorn a character to say, oh, yeah, this should just fit because we're just doing all this other stuff to build around it. No, if you're going to build around a character, make that character the character. character. Exactly. It's like they want to buy into Tiana, and they're, but they just don't want to. It's not it's intrepid. Well, they they yeah. want her to take over other things. They don't want to invest completely into her. And that and that does is, no justice to it the does character. no justice to Yeah, yeah it's screwing Tiana. Well, to go along with that, yes, sir. There is still carousel theming that will be prominent throughout the restaurant. <laughs> some obvious and some hidden, of course. But the big thing Okay. You is, you're gonna do carousels without Mary Pop. That's what they're doing. Yeah. But the big <laughs> thing that they're doing is that the fact that Big Birth of that organ that antique organ used to hang out on the wall. Mm -hmm. Damn. They moved her off the wall by the ceiling to the main dining room where she is on display as the main dining room centerpiece. Is somebody playing wow. it or something? Uh, no, no, it, no, it, it plays it, itself. It play, yeah. All right. So for all y'all out there right now that are like diversity and inclusion, that's just a great thing and good for Disney. And they're very, this is the bad side of diversity and inclusion right here. Absolutely. Is when storytelling and sense and yeah, experience takes a backseat to stick Politics it in there. and yeah. Yeah. Ah. 
I really think that this has more to do with marketing than it does with diversity and inclusion. I think they're related. I would agree. This is something we've covered for years. We've seen it coming. We've seen things be gone because of what people have voted for. And the unfortunate part is, is that people don't know what they want. They just figure, just put it up there. Let's see what happens. And so everybody just reacts. But no one is proactive to the point where they say, okay, but how does it affect what we do as a company? Because this is something that you're investing in, in this person, and it doesn't help anyone if the purpose is to say, oh, this is you. You could be this. You could be that. It doesn't help that per. Trust me when I tell you this. I'm not laid at Disney, but as an artist, I know. You want some stories? There's a Patreon thing. I, I give you all the stuff you want to know, but trust me when I tell you, you have to give that character the proper setup, the proper respect, and then the proper push. You can't just put them in a spot and be like, yeah, you'll work because everybody wants you there. That's not how it works. It's not a student council election in high school. Yeah. But that's how they're doing it, though. I, I would yeah. go with, yeah. like, cause I think Rachel's got a good point in, in marketing. And I think Eli's got a good point in the sense that this is diversity and inclusion. I would say the one thing that throws me out of the diversity and inclusion is Prince Ali. What the f*** is he doing there? He represents the Middle East. That, but that's to Eli's point of diversity and inclusion. Oh, wait, he's saying, he's saying, how can Prince Ali be marketing? I'm saying, yes, exactly. I'm, it, there, there's two theories put out there. Eli's theory of diversity yeah. and inclusion <laughs> and Rachel's theory of marketing. Rachel's theory false, you know, is true because Tiana's coming up with a, a, a new attraction. They're sticking her in swamp clothes. Mirabelle, we suspect... It, this may be jumping the gun. No, no, no. The, the point is that the, the, this is, I mean, it's both points. Yeah, it's it's a, a business decision based upon data purely rather than storytelling. That's it. Yes. Right. The data yes. shows right. that these are the characters that people relate to the most. So therefore we have to put them into a, mar- uh, a money making machine other than something that makes sense together. Correct. And that's it. That's it. Yes. So it's both marketing and you know, diversity. We're, we're, we're incorporating both concepts here. Yes, but ah. the diversity part does it. It won't have the same power in the long term. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because they, they still have it. They can still they can still argue that they have it. No, no, that's fair. No, we it's there. It's now and then when somebody says no, we want all aliens, and the next thing you know, well, it'll be eating but blue the, the point is that that's the, de- that's the depth <laughs> of their that's the depth of their argument. Yeah, no, that's I, it. I they get don't it. they don't go any deeper than that. I but I I'm just saying like as a I understand that people. I'm just going into like fans, right? Fans they want to see a representation of themselves, and they want it done right. I disagree with that. I, well, I, that's how this. I stuff, understand that's what corporate business people think is that people in order to identify with a character oh, gotcha. has to see a character that looks like them i agree with your your point if, if you what you're saying is that business-minded people seem to believe that people will not get behind a project unless they see somebody that looks like them i agree with that that's what they believe do i believe that's what the public needs no. absolutely not and i was yeah i was absolutely going not no i was going forward i was going forward okay with that, okay, but okay. That's, no that's fair no it's cool but that's the thing is that in order for this to have some sort of true longevity and some sort of, you know, equal thing across the board, because you don't want to use that as how you propel these different characters forward, right? I mean, that's not what you want to do. You want to give them the same credibility that you gave the characters before them. And that's not the foundation you want these guys to stand on, in my opinion. I don't think that's what you want to do. You don't want to shoehorn people into stuff. Well, they've already done it with Tiana. Like they're shoehorning right. in the Splash Mountain, and that's what we were talking about earlier. It's not yeah. fair to her. And it's, it's that, exactly. So it, it ends up eating itself because then when everybody comes in, and like you ask them, like, oh, I want to see the little bird. I just use that example. I want to see a little bird, babe, you know, because she's different. Totally get that. And then when you see them, you're like, well, good. You go, you know, if they do Little Mermaid 2 with her, you go, you're going to see her. Oh, no, it was all right. Like, this is what you want. This is what you want. Like, you're not worried about how the character is built, nothing like that. You're just worried about what the visual is. So, look, support that if you want. But, yeah, yeah people are fickle. 
I still don't know what to make of any of this. I'm, I just want to be clear. I don't know if this is diversity and inclusion. I don't know if this is coming attractions. I don't know if this is just it's marketing demographics as Kevin is as, as possible. I'm going to say it's both. Yeah. It's theory. I, it, it, it's it absolutely could be, both. Theory. It could be. It's all absolutely the both. And I guarantee you in a, in a few, maybe a year or so, the characters will change. But that's the problem. This is so yeah. pro business and anti artist. Well, that, that's this, the thing. These are decisions that's, that's not issue. being made in the writer's room. They're being made in the boardroom. And, that's, and I hate right. this. That's my point where I'm saying it's a data-driven decision. That's right. what it says. Metrics. Right. That's what business people do. Because what Rachel said sounded great. The idea that this is everybody, this, this whole meal is about a wish come true. Okay, cool. That makes, all right, I get that. But they're not pushing that. But they're not. Yeah. When you really examine it, maybe two fit that criteria. Maybe. Which two? Uh, we were saying, I believe, Prince Ali, because he wished that. That wasn't his ultimate goal. It was his goal to get to Jasmine, but still, it was a wish. But yet, no Jasmine. So the wish technically ain't true. Right. Cinderella, she made a wish with the, the fairy godmother, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mirabelle, I don't remember there being a wish. In fact, she was denied her wish, but... I mean, if you want to get technical with it, I guess you could say her wish came true, but there was no real wish to it. So it she doesn't fit the criteria of a wish. You got to work. I would on say it. no. I would say no. Uh, she does not. Uh, Tiana, I also don't think that she fits the criteria of a wish. Okay. Um, is that fair? Am, am I wrong? Uh, I feel like you can make the story work. Like you can make to it me, work? Tiana wished. Tiana wished for the place of her own, the restaurant. She ends up getting it in the end. She like literally wished on a star for it. That's when she ends up kissing the, the frog, right? Yeah, but she kissed she kissed a frog out of like uh because she he asked thought, her to. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, she always wanted she always wanted her own thing. She didn't necessarily need to marry some rich prince, right? But the rich right. prince needed her more so than the other way around. Unless you call this Tiana's restaurant. She didn't get her wish. Well, she didn't get her wish in Disneyland either. Exactly. She did no wish. <laughs> she got her wish in the movie. At the end of the movie, she has a restaurant. Right. But if she's got swamp clothes and she's just some girl rummaging around a swamp. It says a lot. I'm just talking about the movie. I'm just talking about the movie. She got her wish in the movie. Yeah, she got her wish in the movie. Yes. That, that. I and guess Mirabelle at the end, like she wanted an ability, I guess, but more so I think she wanted to understand her place in her family. She felt like out of place and she was wishing for a place in her family. And then at the end of the movie, she discovers that her place in the family, her power was always keeping them together. And that she, that was her place in the family was to, to help keep them together. And so she ends up feeling fulfilled at the end and understanding her role and and how she fits into the picture. And that was her wish. Well, that same token is like Cinderella is the same way. She went out of a particular situation. Right. Because her stepmother. Right. And, and she gets that at the end. Maybe it's just an extra step that the executives need that they just were like, eh, look, just make sure they got a good breakfast in these characters. So maybe that's just that extra step. And maybe they'll get it. Maybe once they see how this all fares out, <laughs> no pun intended, that uh, it'll it'll work. If this is all about a wish, how come there's the girl from Wish that, whose name we can't even remember? Oh, my God. Was it? That's a great point. Why was she not in there? Why she ain't getting no hype? Asha. Her name's Asha. Asha. There you go. Why she ain't getting no hype? What she says all of it. Because that movie did really poorly. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's because they had politics involved. Exactly. That's what we're trying to well, say. Keep the politics out. This is a tiny bit unrelated, but did you see this week? They like surprise released Moana 2 like the trailer yeah, for it. I saw that, yeah. and it's coming out this November it's so soon and I swear to goodness this is Disney like seeing the numbers for Wish and being like guys we have to put out <laughs> something big right now like whoa and they rushed it yeah <laughs> meanwhile the rock so they were like hey i know we were talking about moana in like the next three years but like how about november does that sound cool <laughs> yeah the rock's got a lot going on right i, I want to see this i haven't seen this trailer yet yeah, me neither i heard i want to see this i mean it looks cool it just it seems like to me as everyone was like whoa disney was so good at keeping this secret like this blows my mind and i was like this seems like an ocean moment to me like what oh, oh yeah no absolutely I yeah. would agree i mean th there seems to be a lot of that going on in the disney organization it seems like disney they're not thinking about it yeah they landed taylor though they landed taylor i'm excited about that taylor who swift swift, swift. i just took a shot yes. at that for moana no disney plus has exclusive rights to the heiress tour oh uh, that's I like mean, when that's like when they did uh hamilton okay yeah okay. that's gonna be huge march 15th 
March 15th, Swifties. Here we go. Is Lin-Manuel Miranda returning for uh, Moana 2? No, he's not. What? what? So who's, oh, do, who's doing the music? Man. Then? I don't know. I don't know, but he is not returning. Not returning. Oh. I, you, I feel like this whole thing was wow. like slapped together. They were like, you know, it'll do well at the box office, Moana 2. People won't even care. They'll just come. They're right. I will go. I <laughs> yeah. go see that one. I'll go too. How far will you go? Yeah. How far will you go? I will go to see that. <laughs> to y'all's point, I, I feel like 1900 Park Fair characters are slapped together as well i, I agree yes. like, people, will come. people will come it will not matter yeah it, people will come it doesn't matter i have three thoughts my first thought is that fancy swamp clothes is a fantastic google everyone should do it i did that here to try to find out what that looks like are you oh serious Turns Fan- out, fantastic there's there's no such thing but just if you google fancy swamp clothes it's you get some fun images kirk yeah. is mad right now anyway so that's one thought google search swamp people you'll see what swamp people really wear when they go to swamp. it ain't fancy. wait i'm yes. googling this right now my second thought is that we have spent much more time thinking about this than anybody at the Disney Corporation has spent. Uh, that <laughs> so is very accurate. And this is why we need a job, Rachel. Wait, wait, to time out. To your point, if it takes like Disney fan universe to rationalize why they're combining these characters yes. and they didn't, then there's a problem. Oh, can I tell you something? It's a big problem. You know oh, what? Boy. Thank you, Kevin, because oh, I boy. saw the Disney Parks blog post and I looked at the comments. They were 99.9% negative. Yeah, like, what are y'all guys doing? What is happening here? Why would y'all ever even think to do this? None of this makes any sense. And you know how sometimes people ask legit questions, they respond to them? No one responded to Not anything. This is what we're doing. This yes. is a directive. You gotta take it and like it. It's a purely data-driven decision and that's it. You're right, and Kev. My, my third thought about will people come is they, at least right now, and now this could change, but as of Saturday, February 10th, they are not accepting dining plan credits for this meal, which mm-hmm. makes me think they are so sure people are going to come that they do not feel like they need to offer dining plan to be redeemed here. Dang. So I think they are very sure that people will come. I think people will come. I think they're going to be right. I think people are so like when I tell you getting a character breakfast for somebody in the first three days of their vacation is next to near impossible. You have to, unless you're willing to like go to chef Mickey's at eight 30 at night. But other than that, like getting a normal meal time at a character meal in the first three days of your trip, very difficult. So I think that people are so starved for character meals on Disney property that they will definitely come to this. They will not care that it's not themed and Ooh. Disney knows it because they're not even accepting dining plans. Well, here's the thing. It's like, That's- I know, I would book it only based on pure nostalgia. That's it. That's the only reason why I would book it because I love what 1900 Park Fair was. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to go. I'm with you, but I would not book it based on like, you know, 1900 Park Fair means something to me and these characters do not. You have a different level of meaning for that, for sure. Right, right, right. hundred percent. And that's fair to say. It's a mainstay though. But to what Rachel said, I see, I mean, Mirabelle's never been offered up before as somebody that you can go take pictures with. So, oh wait, that's not true. She meets at Magic Kingdom now. Oh, does she? Okay, my bad. Yes, you know that whole area that Merida used to have. Yes, that has all been turned into Mirabelle now. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, M-, M characters. Okay. Cool. Okay, so we'll see. But I just can't imagine people lining up to see Prince Ali. I can't imagine people lining up to see Cinderella when there's umpteen different locations where you can see her. And you can meet Tiana a bunch of places too. Exactly. And, and let alone to see Tiana in her swamp. <laughs> Again, I I, I, I would chuckle to see her just, just to ask it. her. I would ask her why. Why are you wearing, wearing that? Because <laughs> the man told me to. She will have an answer. When you find someone who's going to a swamp and they're wearing an ascot, you let me know because I, I would love to watch that. I'm gonna ask her. We're going in late April. I will come back and report. I'm All right. Ask her about her fancy swamp clothes. I'll be like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about these fancy swamp clothes. No, you gotta How say, girl, about? it's way too hot down here for those clothes. What are you doing? <laughs> and she gonna be like, lady, I'm making minimum wage. Move on. <laughs> what you want from me? Lots of kids in line. Come on, Look, the <laughs> only, my ride, wait, wait, time out. The only response I'll accept is those damn mosquitoes, girl. Those mosquitoes <laughs> suck. That's, five, that's the five. only that's response fair. I will accept. But other than that, well, we'll see mm. what she says. We'll yeah. see what she says. She's we'll always fun, though. We talked about fun character meets. Tiana is up there. Oh, Tiana oh, yeah. rocks. Always 
Oh yeah. She yeah. always has fun answers. She's always good with the kids. Like she's really fun. She we used to see her in Liberty Square with the, my family and she was like always awesome. I was like, Oh, you're from New Orleans? Yeah. Same here. All exactly. Right. Oh honey. Well, we never had that example. Yeah. We never had that experience, but she usually had something really fun to say with the kids. So Oh yeah. What Kevin just described is exactly every character interaction we ever had with Tiana. She'll be like, Where are you from? New Orleans? Oh, you from New Orleans? How the beignets. Like it's always that. It's it's yeah. Great. That's kind of a good character. Yeah. That's beautiful. Now, but having said that, I I do think that character interactions, kind of as we said when we started all this, do benefit from having a Gaston or a uh, Wicked Stepsisters or an Evil Queen. You need somebody. Those people can really play around and have sure. fun. Sure. Yeah. 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 Why not foils to these people right. that are that are showing up? That's the a, nice that's people can only be nice. You yeah. know? It's like these people can really kind of get into it and make you laugh. If you went to 1900 Park Fair for breakfast, you would watch Alice and the Mad Hatter play with each other the entire time. They would be running around the dining room. It was so much fun. And these characters, none of the characters, they don't even fit on the same continent, let alone the same dining room. So, yeah. Oh, it, the sun it, never sets on these characters. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, so my yeah. question then is, okay, so this is coming out. So now is it tradition versus characters that make you want to go to this? Which one do you pick? Neither. No, I'm not going back, I don't think. I'm and, going and, back just out of pure nostalgia. I already mentioned that. Mm -hmm. So I would go back just to see what it's all about. And for the podcast, because I do the podcast. Okay. So curiosity. Yeah, I'm going for novelty. Like just, you know, it's something new to do. We haven't done this particular one. We did 1900 Park Fair, but not this version. And I mostly want to like, you know, people, people always ask me, is it worth it? And I, that's different for everybody, right? But at least I'll be able to say, like, I went and I paid whatever crazy price they're going to ask me to pay. And here is what I thought. I like to be able to do that. I like to be able to say, like, I've put my wallet on the line. And here are my thoughts based on that. It's no. private knowledge. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That's that's a smart way to do it. So the last point that Dizzy Parks blog makes is that you will find 12 new portraits created exclusively for the restaurant by Disney artists. For characters you won't meet? <laughs> I have a rant for this. You know what? I, I, and I learned this from when we attended the opening of that Disney and World War II attraction over in the World War II Museum here in New Orleans. I want to know what the name of the artists that created these portraits are. In the article itself, it just says Disney artists. And if you remember, when we I asked a question during that Q&A panel, who, which artist did which painting and stuff, they couldn't tell me the answer. Because they were owned by Disney. I, I, I know that Disney is a business that owns your creatives, but you know the, you own your creative souls. But at least, man, recognize the Disney artists that made the stuff for you. That's sure. some because history. Stuff. Yeah, history would want to know. Uh, you know, I know that Disney owns your butt, but at least tell me what artist created said and said portrait. You think mm -hmm. they did a non-disclosure agreement? On no, I, I guarantee that. I mean, they, whatever creative made the portraits, they uh, they are owned by Disney, and so they are called Disney artists. Well, but it's, yeah. and it's, that's it. It's like watching wrestling. At the end, if you watch wrestling, there's not like, and the script for The Rock was written by blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, uh, Seth yeah. Rollins said, this, and this was written. Like, they're not going to give you those credits, of course, yeah, <laughs> because they want you to believe it's all just. It's all part of the company. Magic. It's the same person yeah. in the same style. So, kills the, but from the yeah, World War II perspective. I'm like, I want to know who did what. Because you have a, a, an appreciation for traditional Disney. Well, I have a respect for the artists themselves. Right, I mean, exactly. It's, it's like, no. I can go through that ex World War II exhibit and and recognize whose art is whose only because I've studied it. But that only be that's only because I've studied it. Yes. But to the lay person that doesn't know any better, they're not going to know. I get no. that, though. That's their house style. I mean, it's so, the house style, but still, at least give. No, I, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm totally. We're with not you. disagreeing. Yeah, with no, you, I, I, but yeah, yeah, that's again, that's going back to business, right? So it is. They they yeah. own their souls, and that's it. That's it. That's exactly mm -hmm. it. Because they don't want to put out there like uh, there's just it's just done by Disney. They don't want any individual to get the credit in between. Yeah, and that's why I picked on that particular wording because that's what they said in their Disney Parks blog. And I'm like, name the art. Name the baby, god dang it. <laughs> name the artist, for what goodness sake. At least give them some respect. That's that. fair. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're going with. But yeah, like I said, it, it would be like if, if wrestling 
told you who wrote the promo of the guy who just like you know they don't want you to they want you to believe it's all just magic. it's just magic part it's part of the it's part of the thing yeah. everybody's exactly. just born to do that style it's it's doesn't matter who it is and how they came from but yes in other words if you're a person that doesn't is not aware of the source material just whatever is put out to you in that instance in this case, the the artists that are in you know nineteen hundred Park Fair here, you're just like, oh yeah, that's cool, that's art. You got to dig to figure out where that came from, and this corporation is just gonna be like, hey, look, this is decoration. Check it out. You let, know, let them sign it. Though I'll say this: I, I I've, I've remembered going there twice now and meeting Disney artists, people who actually worked, in, and they won't even allow them to sell outside of Disney property. It's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that so true. Yeah. that's how closed ranks they are. So I don't. I, do I think it's right? No, not necessarily. But do I think they're protecting their intellectual property? Totally. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, I, I totally understand. They, yeah. they hire these yeah. people to create their intellectual property, and that's that belongs to them. Right. So it's how they do business. Yes, that's how a lot of them do business. I know a local artist here, a local comic book artist. I won't say his name for the sake of for speed and stuff, but he actually did concept art for the Batman Arkham Asylum game. Mm-hmm. Like, boom. Oh, it's has a big it. game. Yeah. 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 He can't tell you he did that while it was going on, but after the game has been out and done all these revisions of it and his contract ended because he had a non-disclosure agreement, now he can post some stuff on his social media or whatever, but you would never know he was involved with that. No. no so, you know, that's just how, that's just big business right there. And yeah. that's my problem. It's <laughs> big business. Yeah. That's but <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's the way the world works, but at least give recognition to people are doing the stuff for that you. That would be nice. That would be that's, absolutely that's nice. my but thing. It, this goes back to what we said before. A lot of these decisions are not made in an, in a writer's room anymore. They're made in a boardroom. It's made by and purely data, and I run into that with higher ed as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. it. It's crazy. You remember the days where, like, you know, we talk about this breakfast and how none of these characters fit together, and they shouldn't even be seen together you remember that story about how walt once saw a cowboy walking through tomorrowland and said that's why he did the tunnels this is no this is taken away from the guest experience this is detracting from the guest experience when we do disney world we'll do underground tunnels so that way no one ever has to see this and be taken out of the moment that's how seriously walt took immersion into it the idea that you have a you know a, a breakfast something like that where none of these characters fit together that i mean that's just it goes to show how far we've come and how you know they just think they can explain it away to to like-minded individuals that can just we'll, we'll just accept whatever just it's like ducks at a pond just throw me some bread disney like you know it's like that kind of thing it's like no come yeah. on we're we're, yeah. we're paying the premium price this bread yeah. throw us some good bread we'll eat the bread just throw us some good bread well that and that's why you have podcasts like us that call them out on that bread yeah because there's a bunch of podcasts will just accept the bread exactly and, and, and it's not, not don't take the bread people that's right <laughs> don't take the bread Dave. leave the bread alone yes. <laughs> although i'm gonna go yeah well that's the thing and and but you also listen to a podcast who are like hey look the bread's still worth it you know still edible. If, the, if the bread was we'll not say. worth it we would have all packed it up yeah, a we're long a different time ago show. yeah exactly long time ago, yeah what disney does is still they're still the best at what they do universal is, is catching up but disney is still the best at what they do and yeah. so the bread is still worth it it just Maybe it doesn't taste as good as it used to. Maybe, you know, you have to adjust expectations. And hopefully at some point in time, when Bob Iger moves yeah, on, yeah. We'll, we'll get a better, <laughs> get better quality they, of bread. If they don't fix the taste of that bread, they're going to go somewhere else to get the bread. That's the problem. And that's where Universal is chomping at their heels. And like, yeah. like, I love what Universal is doing. But at the same time, I don't want to see Universal surpass Disney. No, I don't, I don't, I don't see, as a Disney fan podcast, I don't want them to see do that either, but I love to see them hold their feet to the fire, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, and, and I can't wait to do this epic Universal show because, yeah, they're doing it right now. Right. And by the way, when you sit there and talk about how Disney doesn't give their artists credit, find a, a how they built Universal book anywhere. Oh, uh, no. Find they're they're, they're the, just as bad. Exactly. Yeah. They're worse. Like, you have no idea who worked on what rides it's over It's just Universal. Universal Creative. That's it. So, that Universal is yeah. a whole other... That's a whole other game. Yeah. 
All right, y'all, look. So that's our thoughts on a 1900 Park Ferry opening. We're curious to know what you guys think, and we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, y'all, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about 1900 Park Fair and our rebuttal. Look, if you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Plus, if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions on anything we've talked about, you can do so through the following ways. First of all, shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com or call or send us a text message at 1815-MOEGAN. That is 1815-MOEGAN. 669-4226. And of course, we have a couple people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Eli, what's up, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, you're out there doing your browser, you're doing your type, and you're trying to figure out where you're going to go and what are you going to do and how you're going to do it. Just take a little break from that. <laughs> Just go to the Iron Comics website, <laughs> www.ironcomics.com. Right there, that's some good stuff right there. Really quick, thank you, Harry. Hey, but all the books for him and Half Nelson. Good guy. Half Nelson. Half Nelson. They're enjoying it right now as we speak. Uh, when you go to the Ivan Comics website, you're going to get some good stuff right there that's fully colored, 48 pages, right? All of it. Like, even the big guys, they don't do that. The only ad that you get is for the Magic Highway podcast. The other big guys, they give you, like, ads for, like, headphones and, like, cars and all this other stuff. I don't know that stuff. I don't own that stuff. This is just where I belong, so that's you where you get that. You car? I own two cars. <laughs> I don't get ads for them in the book. Uh, <laughs> a good point looking at that uh anyway uh yeah so you're gonna see the projects such as the molly be damned savages and of course project geisha you're gonna get links to interviews and blogs and of course a link to the magic highway podcast so you never miss a beat you never miss an episode you never miss a trip report never miss a movie review you never miss what's coming down how it came down how we broke it down booyah right there so as always appreciate the support guys IvoryComics.com, showing the love there. I appreciate that. Social media. All right, look, I'll be honest with you. I got a lot of stuff happening to me right now in life, but I do visit it right there. So Facebook.com, Elijah Ira, you can find me right there. As long as you're a real person, it's really lovely to meet you. But if you're a bot, look, I don't know how many times I got to say this. I, I I cannot greet you. They, I mean, you guys are like pod people. You, look, you turn into my aunts. You turn into my uncles. You've got digits after I'm like I called my aunts and my uncles I'm like hey did you send me a Facebook request after I've already been your Facebook friend like no I'm like I got you you're a bot all right <laughs> you've been hacked <laughs> I'm on you right I'm like you know Roddy Popper they live I'm wearing the sunglasses right now you know what I'm saying I see you <laughs> it's like you've got an infestation or something like if you don't need to like you know cover the house in plastic or something something like I'm, I don't have this many problems you don't Kevin, do you? No. Really? It's all the porn he looks at. That's what it is. You think so? <laughs> I think it's all the porn. I mean, oh, even porn. with the Magic yes. Army counts, I don't really I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I mean, they just show it up all over. I mean, again, though, I mean, look, I'll show you when this show is over. I'm just thinking, like, this is crazy. I was going to say, I, I don't have this kind of issue. I mean, I like, no one's box. cloning my mom You don't even go on Facebook or Harley, though, most of the time, right? You probably That's got a bunch true. of friends. He, he, he does. I, I go really, on yeah. our, our fan page. Well, yeah. you go on the fan page, but when you, you don't get the, the friend request you don't get none of them I ignore all that <laughs> see if he didn't you would see the bots that's what I'm saying I just tell every listener to message Kevin and if Kevin knows him he'll give him my cell number right so that's if you right. see that's something that's different from that I got to talk to JP the other day it was awesome man I know JP oh, is JP awesome. rocks yeah. oh yeah shout out JP right, shout so, out JP yeah all the point is fine you know so we all know y'all's bots cannot answer you saying that right there that's right and Eli looks at a lot of porn all right I mean, you know, hey, <laughs> don't prolapse this. This is a serious conversation. Prolapse. Yeah. So, um, okay. Also, if you're on Facebook, you can check out the Project Gage fan page, which people have been showing up the hearts and the likes there. Thank you very much for that. Instagram, EIV504. Share the story. Get you some glory. Post up the hearts and likes there as well. And, of course, on X, I can be found on Hancock10166. So, yeah, if you appreciate the madness, you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. 
And if you want to book a vacation to experience the reopened 1900 Park Fair, you can do so through Rachel. Rachel, tell them how to do this. Yes, I would not recommend booking a vacation just for 1900 Park Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think you might be disappointed. Yes. But but it'll be good. I just don't think it'll be worth the whole vacation. No, no. But if you would like to go to Disney or Universal or a Disney cruise or Royal Caribbean or major hotel brands around the world, I would love to help you get there. My travel planning help is at no extra cost to you and your family. And a little piece of your vacation comes back to support this podcast and this fan community again, at no additional cost to you. I can help as much or as little as you like. Um, Some people want me to be as involved as like, giving them, you know, hour by hour suggestions for their day. And other people just want to book to support the podcast. And then they'd prefer me not contact them again. And I can do all those things. So you just let me know how I can help. And I'm happy to do it. I have a lot of experience with the parks and a lot of experience booking a lot of these destinations. I only book things that I really know. And if I don't know something and, and you know, for example, you want to go to an all-inclusive resort, I have a ton of great colleagues too. And and your, your trip still helps to support this community. So please give me a call. The best way to contact me is probably through email. And that is Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L at magicrway.com. Another way to contact me, if it's more convenient, you can call or text me. I have a phone number. It is 978-432-WISH, W-I-S-H, similar to the theme of the 1900 Park Fair buffet, the WISH. Yes. Yes. Celebrate. (laughs) Yeah. So you can contact me there and you can also contact me on social media. I am at R, the letter R, at R Family Magic on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok and YouTube as well. And yeah, please reach out. I would be so honored to help your group. And uh, also check me out on social media. I'm going to have some new YouTube videos coming out of some vacations I've taken. Um, I'm trying to catch up on our YouTube vlogs. And we're going to be going on a pretty awesome vacation at the end of February. We'll be at Disney for a day. But then we're going on a Royal Caribbean cruise on one of their newest ships, the Wonder of the Seas. And I will be posting. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I'll be posting Instagram stories every day. Those show up on Facebook too. I try to get some TikTok videos out usually when I'm on vacation. So check it out there too and follow along. Nice. Can't wait to see it. So look, if you want to access all the info we just mentioned, go to magicrway.com forward slash about us. Also, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Ari podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash magic our way there you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show and any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated also if you want to support us for no extra fee just a little bit of your time leave a rating and review wherever you uh, listen to our podcast where it's apple podcast or google play podcast or youtube or wherever leave a rating and review it'll let other listeners know that we exist and that we're something worthy to listen to and we want to thank you for being a loyal listener. And we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome to the Magic Ari podcast. So make sure you get in touch with us today. So we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. And you are. Bye.